This is the Following the Joy podcast, a place to talk about being the best version of yourself, following your heart, making the changes needed and having fun on this adventure we call life. So if that sounds like your sort of thing, then I invite you to stick around. I'm your host, Debbie Westwell, and this is Following the Joy. Okay, so today I've got Bryony Gunstead to come and talk with me. And um, Bryony is a breathwork coach, a trauma release coach. She does meditation, she does somatic inquiries. She likes wiggly hooks. She's an all-around amazing human. And I have been working with her as my coach for this past year. And she's amazing and has a, a lot to talk about. So hi, Bryony. Thanks very much for um, for being with us today and being with me today and talking to me about all things to do with travel, getting confident and then new beginnings as well. Mm, thank you so much. Thank you. And I love the insertion of wiggly hugs into uh, that intro. So I'm delighted. I'm literally wiggling in my seat. So that's good. <laughs> I know. I once tried to give you like a, a normal hug and it was like, no, it's got to be. There's <laughs> also some wiggling happening here. <laughs> and that, that's my vibe. So Brilliant. yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me on your podcast as well. I'm really excited oh. to be here. Oh, you're more than welcome. I appreciate it. Um, so, right, let's just talk about all things travel because I, I, I think the one thing I love about you is you, you've got so much going on, but you seem to have built your life around this great, like, you don't actually need a vacation or a holiday because you're just living your best life anyway. And I think in one of our sessions, you said about um, travel with purpose, and that's what you're doing at the moment, but you seem to be everywhere. You've just come back from Italy and I think you've got Mexico coming up and all kinds of things. So can you tell me a bit about my, about your traveling with purpose and how you got to kind of that point? Yeah, thank you. I with, was reflecting um, a few years back around the fact that I really do love traveling and that travel for me represents different things. I sort of was inquiring more deeply during the pandemic because obviously for many people, travel really shifted and changed and the availability of that really um, diminished. So sort of prior to that, prior to the pandemic, I'd been already thinking about like how travel was important to me. I wanted to experience more of that. But also as I got older, I didn't want to just, you know, go abroad somewhere just for the sake of it or basically I'm kind of stressed out so I need a holiday or it's in some way trying to escape from my life I started feeling like I wanted to travel a lot more with some purpose now obviously travel for me represents and it can mean different things to different people so this can be an interesting point of inquiry anyway it's like what does travel mean to someone for me it's like new experiences it's a sense of adventure um experience yeah learning new languages or about new cultures like literally seeing the world with new eyes and having that kind of like fresh experience I remember someone said that um, traveling is a bit like being a bee and like gathering pollen from different flowers. And then when we kind of come home, we make honey from all that pollen, you know, in the sense that we're sort of like really learning from all these rich experiences and it like, it really enriches us. I love that description. I know it's really charming. (laughs) I wiggle about that (laughs) description and sort of from starting to get a deeper perspective on what what travel meant to me and then having travel sort of much more limited during the pandemic um, I started thinking well 
what you know how can I still access that same level of thinking about freedom and like new experiences and um learning and like new cultures new languages how can I access that same level of experience but more locally and just sort of ch challenging myself to get clear on what travel meant to me and how I can recreate that um anyway so point being is that I've been exploring about traveling with purpose getting clear on what travel means to me and then really looking to challenge the beliefs I had around you know in order to travel I need to have time off work in order to travel I need to pay for that so I need to like you know save up money and then pay to, to go and travel and instead because I'm a mindset coach I love to explore our belief systems and look to challenge that and then think what would be a more abundant version of of exploring my my desire to travel with purpose and what I kind of came up with was like you know I don't pay to go abroad I get paid to go abroad and <laughs> I uh now through the work I do you know I'm running retreats ab abroad where I truly am getting paid to to go abroad and just most recently mentioned that you know I've been traveling in Europe um I was invited by a client I was paid to go abroad <laughs> and so the point being is that you know I've woven travel into my life because it's a passion of mine and I've created a life where that is part of it and it also works for me you know rather than me waiting for the right time to go on holiday it's like it's part of my work and I'm traveling with purpose and I'm getting paid to go abroad to do those things so yeah so it's been this this journey of getting clear on what I want challenging the beliefs that say I can or can't what, what I can have and what's available to me and then being really curious about how that shows up and actually like weaving that into my life. And now that's like how, how I'm living my life in sense of traveling with purpose and then creating a life that I don't need to take a holiday from because like I'm traveling already. I love what I do. There's a lot of balance there and yeah, sticking all the boxes. Oh, do you know what? Like what you've just described is like literally my dream. And I am obviously working towards that, as you know, but I think a lot of people listening will probably be the same. Like, how do I, incorporate travel how do I like get paid to travel I mean I think this isn't something that's just you know happened overnight for you is it I think it's something you've been been working on working towards for a while but I think um and we'll come back to the retreat bit in a minute because I'm obviously super interested about that as well but you briefly touched on a um, mindset there are you finding that like since Covid or has it always been a thing that there's an awful lot of people needing to change an awful lot of mindsets in order to be able like to achieve what what they want does that make sense yeah do you mean in terms of like there being a, a greater prevalence of self-limiting beliefs perhaps yeah yeah so it's it's quite interesting because on one hand the pandemic has created it's like this big emotional impact and a bit like any kind of impact if you imagine like even the idea of an asteroid hitting the earth no it's just there's something hitting and there's a boom there's a big shock wave right and it's like woof and it ripples out so we've got this like the pandemic is a big impact so it's like a big impact there's a ripple wave that that um comes out from that different people are impacted in different ways some people feel it more than others so on one hand i would say that it's challenged people's belief systems more than ever and the things that people perhaps took for granted now no longer take that for granted and then, you know, myself included in that, in that, and there's like certain freedoms or privileges or stability that you assume will always be there. And then it shows you the, like the fragility of life as well as the, 
the um so much of the society we're part of just keeps going based on its own momentum you know about like how fragile a lot of that is so i'd say that it's it's as an experience it's invited a lot of people to question what they thought to be true or what they thought to be possible and it almost depends on like a fixed mindset or a growth mindset i think some people have been forced into um into letting go of what they thought they knew and then needing to explore new avenues because they've they've kind of had to like life has forced them to do that and then other people are more that kind of closed mindset for various reasons and not that one is better than the other you know it's just kind of noticing and observing people's reactions to things and like how they think I have definitely noticed that there can be, should we say a lot more excuses for why things won't work or a lot more reasons why we need to be cautious and risk adverse. Whereas the way I see it is like, everything is changing and shifting. We're in this real state of transition. Now more than ever is a good time to be taking bold moves because it's like the, 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 the structures underneath our feet are kind of shifting and changing. So it's like, why not now? You know, there's, there's never been a better time for example, with our type of work, it's never been easier to earn money online. We've never had access to so much information to support us in that journey. And if it's like, if not now, then when, right? And it's like, it's always easy to say, now is not a good time. Now it's not safe. Now it's not, you know, now it's, it's always going to be a reason not to, to step out of, of our comfort zone. So yeah, so just coming back to your, you know, your first question about um, then thinking about what I phrase as self-limiting beliefs, I would say that it just it just depends. It's almost like this big impact has created a huge shift in people's awareness. And so I see now more than ever, lots of people going for it, but also so many other people feeling that instability and then perhaps more as a defense mechanism, feeling freaked out, feeling scared, therefore feeling very risk adverse and like getting emotionally invested in stories that can seem so true in terms of scarcity, lack, instability, and then being like, I, I can't, you know, I don't want to challenge that because it feels too scary. Yeah, and that's a massive journey that we've been on, like you've been on with me this year, isn't it? Because I've had some like family issues. Bryony's helped me work through some of our sessions. I've literally been like, <laughs> Bryony's just held the space for me as I'm just like trying to actually just even breathe. But I massively resonate with what you're saying about that kind of like lack and scarcity because I was always coming at life from that like I, I can't do this like I am not special enough to do this I don't have the qualifications to do this or or for me as well it was a, a fear a fear of putting myself forward so like a fear of like sticking my head above the parapet and being like hi does anybody want to work with me even like starting this podcast was a big like stepping stone for me I've always been like a perfectionist I've always like I'm, and that whole when you're saying if now not when I was always like I've got to be skinny to be able to do this I've got to have completed this qualification in order to be able to take the next step I've got to be in the right place in a stable job and at the moment I am in between living between my parents house because my mum's not great of health and like my house in Bournemouth and I've been the whole time going I can't because I'm putting it off and putting it off and I think like, that's the one thing that I've massively learned from you along this journey is just get it started just get done just take those steps but it has been a huge mindset shift and I think that's essentially what I'm trying to aim for I basically I want to be you when I grow up because I want to be able to have that travel with travel with purpose kind of thing I love crystal jewelry if you want something gorgeous to wear on your wrist that has some amazing healing properties check out Nisi B jewelry on social media or on her website which is www.nisibjewelry.co.uk
nisebeebe.co.uk and that is spelt N-I-S-E-Y-B-E-E-J-E-W-E-L-L-E-R-Y. Go treat yourself or someone you love to something wonderful. Now, hang on. You want to travel with purpose. Do you ever feel like you need a break from traveling with purpose just to put your feet up by a pool and relax? Or are you incorporating that in your travel? With That's a great question. And uh, <laughs> I, as you know, Debbie, I'm like, really hot on self-care. So for me, self-care is a form of self-resourcing. That is topping up the tank as we go, like continuing to refuel ourselves um, because we do. It is, it is important to notice where I know for me, because I've got conditioning around like being needing to be a good girl and work hard that like that can like sneak on in there. And we're like, well, we're Bryony, we're traveling with purpose. And <laughs> like, we've created this amazing life. It can be easy for me to then like my tendencies towards um, avoiding feeling will be like to overwork. So if I don't want to feel something, I'll just push myself into keeping on working. Um, so I've noticed I need to just make sure that there is genuinely authentically like stop gaps and like downtime to really let myself like rest. Now, I can still experience resistance towards rest, like resistance towards slowing down. Um, because again, like, you know, the, the so much of what I've created is amazing and I want that. I just want more of that. But again, it's like, where is the action coming from? Is it like more scarcity led? I'm actually uh, like afraid or of other people's fears getting into my head. And then I'm, I'm sort of scared to slow down because of what, you know? So I, I have been more vigilant to make sure that I'm genuinely letting myself rest and chill. So even if I'm traveling with purpose, that doesn't mean that I always have to be like always on you know, and go, go, go. If anything, I just take things way more slowly. And for example, after, even after traveling, because if I'm traveling for retreats or I was off on this, um, supporting a bike ride from Paris to Geneva recently. And, you know, as part of that, like I'll literally block out my diary rest days. Cause if there's a blank space in my diary, I'm going to fill it, <laughs> you know? And yeah. It's like, unless we make time for rest, it's not going to happen. And there's a nice quote, um by a lady called I, th- I think her surname is well her name is Joyce I think it's Sudanda and I may be butchering that <laughs> but she said if we don't take time for our wellness we'll be forced to take it for our illness yeah and that's so true because I've experienced really intense burnout and my physical health really suffered because of stress I really it's like I'm not going back to that place I'm not sacrificing my well-being for my work and I also believe that rest gets to be productive because we're, as we're slowing down, we're letting our body decompress, we're coming out of maybe slight fight flight. We're able to see things more clearly, we get new ideas, we meet new people, we're maybe open to the abundance and the opportunity that's already here. So actually that's how I let my rational mind let me rest. <laughs> Cause I've sort of gone like, hey, rational mind, if you let Briny rest, then we're going to get more ideas and then we can do more things. My rational mind's like, okay, fine. I'll let you rest then. So I've sort of like negotiated with a part of me that likes to overwork um, by, by convincing it the rest is productive, which it, which in my experience, it genuinely is. I'm loving that you have to negotiate with yourself. It's a little bit like, I, I mean, I have conversations inside my own head as well about all sorts of things. And then I answer myself back because sometimes I'm the only person that makes sense. Um, but so I think what you're saying is like, people need to kind of, I'm just thinking about like the listeners and how how 
what kind of pieces of advice that they can kind of glean from this so I think if people are taking more of a conscious understanding about what's going on in the bodies like what has changed like for me for example just recently I've had a three-day migraine and I know that they come on because I've got tension somewhere in my muscles it's generally my neck but generally it's due to some form of stress that causes that in the first place so I think it's about listening to your body and noticing any changes and then and then knowing that way of impacting but like have you got like a couple of tips that you would advise people just to what they can do what they can look out for to kind of like know that oh self-care is needed right now because it sounds like you've got it like nailed with conversations with yourself <laughs> yeah I love it yeah I love that you talk to yourself and yeah I'm constantly checking in with me all the time and if not out loud literally out loud like certainly in my head I'm like coaching myself like being a cheerleader <laughs> having good chats with me um so yeah so in terms of like tips around you know really starting to condition ourselves to get on board with self-care it's um I would say firstly it is helpful to know what the narrative is around feeling resistance towards slowing down or self-care because that's really revealing because you can like like with me chatting to that part of me that likes to overwork and like get shit done I, if I know that rest is productive, I can literally say out loud, like rest gets to be productive. It's more than okay to rest. So I sort of reassure myself. So I'd say firstly, get get clear on what those stories are and like lovingly challenge them, right? So it, often with my clients, people will say, you know, that they're afraid to slow down um, because it almost gives them this like zingy edge. And if they stop, they're worried they'll never get started again, or they feel like it's selfish or it's indulgent or you know, um, that they're somehow not worthy, you know, of, of taking good care of themselves, that they need to play the martyr somehow, they need to be there for other people. But then there's like a resentment there, like that they're, they're doing that. So sort of, you know, be honest with yourself and get clear on where do we, how do we stand in our own way? And what stories are we giving meaning to, you know, and with love, like, and self-respect, like, you know, take a deep breath, be honest with yourself, like, and just get curious about those stories. So that's the mental piece or the mindset piece. But then just starting to tune in, like everyone's body will be slightly different. But like for me, the classic hallmarks of I'm starting to feel I'm basically overextended. So on a physical, mental, emotional energy level, maybe one or all of those, I'm quite depleted. Mm. So we might be feeling more reactive you know, so more emotionally sensitive, um, particularly, especially being a woman certain times of the month. So noticing, are you getting more emotionally reactive? Are you feeling, you know, things like you mentioned, like a tension headache, or for me, I used to get, I, my jaw felt really tight and tired. I used to experience a lot of IBS issues, like issues, issues with my digestion. Um, you know, are we, are we telling ourselves a story? I don't have enough time. I can't do this. I can't do that. We're kind of making our world smaller. So I'd say everyone is slightly different, but everyone will have their own little red flags, right? Their own little ways in which their body is speaking to them saying, hey, 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 you need to slow down. And our body will keep speaking to us louder and louder and louder until we're in a place where we really need to have some kind of intervention. But often by then, people are so focused on other people or there being more problems that it can then end up fueling the situation that they're in. So I'd say focus on the stories in the mind, lovingly challenge those, and then think in what ways is my body showing me that we're in a stress response and 
am I physically holding a lot of tension? Yeah. In my, in, in around my eyes, my jaw, my shoulders, my belly. Do I have issues with my digestion, with my sleep? Um, am I getting snappy at the people that I love? Am I holding my breath a lot? Like all of those are just little signs and signals that we need to slow down and consciously make a decision to top up the tank. And again, we, we all know how, if you stop any person in the street and say, you know, how do you take care of a human being? <laughs> like have like a little list of instructions. You're like water, <laughs> sunlight, movement, food, like connection, like love. So it's like, right consciously you know go make those things happen and I make lists I have a self-care menu which you know about where it's like inviting people to pick one thing a day from that menu um, like a list of self-care because when we're in a stress response one of my other clients said this and I never forgot it Uh, she said stress makes you stupid stress makes you stupid so when we're in a stress response it's, it's hard to remember all the things that serve you and I don't know about you, Debbie, but I can't be bothered with like a a 20 list checklist in the morning, you know, 20 things to do to like get my vibration a certain way. Like that can end up stressing me out and feels feels like a chore. So just having like one or two key things that I do every day, but then there's a bigger, bigger list that I'm constantly referring to. It just means that I'm more often than not, I'm choosing me and I'm choosing to top up the tank and the accumulation of all that over time creates like massive shifts. So I'd say get people to get clear on the mindset piece, the body piece, those red flags, and then start to layer in self-care and feel the benefits of that, like consciously acknowledge that you feel better when you do those things and then just keep choosing more of that. Oh, that is gold. And I honestly, I'm thinking, I'm like nodding along because you're like, you're ticking off all of those lists of things. Like if you're feeling like this and you're being grumpy with people, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I've been there. I've been there. I'm sure everybody listening is probably like, yeah, I'm doing at least one of those at the moment because I think everybody needs like self-care and stuff. And like for me, it's very important. And obviously you taught me that, like to have like that self-care menu and I've got it in the back of my journal, which is great because actually when when you are in that stupid stress mode, you can't, you don't know what's going on you can't think for yourself and you can't even plan but at least if you can go like go and watch like stupid cat videos on Facebook for 10 minutes or whatever you know it just makes you laugh and go oh yeah okay that's the reason why I wrote that list in the first place absolutely love that okay so for me I think I'm going to take away from this is I need to think about um how I can have that self-care list even when I'm traveling because it's not always the same as it is in the UK um and I massively hear about what you're saying is about like your body will only take so much and then it stops I think a friend of mine calls it the I think she says that you get hit with a twig you get hit with a stick and then you get hit by the full tree so it's a little bit like oh I've got a bit of a pain in my shoulder and then suddenly it's like oh now I can't move my shoulder and then suddenly it's like I've broken my arm because my body wasn't telling me to stop doing something that's a very extreme um example but I, I think it's happened to me in the past before and then like my friend has like sagely gone yeah, you didn't listen, did you? So, yeah, I think it's really important. Um, gold, absolutely gold nuggets. I just say, I think it's wonderful. I think everybody needs to have a briny in their life because I've got a briny in my life and it's ace. <laughs> well, I, pretty, uh, I love having you in my left of too. So <laughs> we have great fun in our sessions. It's always really great. Yeah. I mean, that's the way forward, isn't it? You just got to laugh your way through it. Now, let's talk about these retreats that you do, because I think you do some in Mexico. Are you doing some in the UK as well? 
So historically, I've done them in the UK, and then I have mainly right now they're abroad, which uh, is very exciting. So I've got in January, I'm co-hosting a retreat called Awakening Through Trauma with my business partner, Kelly Carpenter. And Awakening Through Trauma, depending on people's um, experience and knowledge around this topic, it can sound pretty heavy. And I say that because when me and Kelly were working to come up with like the retreat schedule and she had that as the title I was like whoa that's really (laughs) that's a really bold you know um statement and essentially the premise is that when we have the right tools and support we can really lean into past events where there was some significant emotional impact that we're still struggling to resolve in some way so we will all have experiences in our past that have left like a mark on us And then in some way we either repeat or there's like a story connected to that past event that we struggle to shake off or move through or let go of. And so it continues in some way to to present itself in our life, either how we show up in the world or the way we see the world, the actions that we take or don't take. And we do a series of uh, workshops within that, for example, like inner child work and like shadow work and dealing with the mother wound so some deep inquiry work, group work, and then breath work as part of that. Mm-hmm. So we've done one in Mexico already in January 2023. Then we did Barcelona, May 2023. And then now we'll be back in Mexico next January 2024. Mm-hmm. So that's going to continue to happen roughly every six months. I think we've You're got doing Barcelona again. We are, yeah. So it might not be Barcelona, but somewhere in Europe. So every six months we're, we're basically hosting this retreat kind of yo-yoing between Mexico and, and Europe so yes so those are all scheduled in and there's another retreat I'm leading out in the US which the, the location and dates are still being ironed out and that's with a uh, it's a mindset container where it's myself and other coaches supporting people through that experience and we're having like a physical challenge connected to it because often like you know physical challenges are going to bring stuff up you know we're going to really meet our edges when we're when we're pushed physically so I'm supporting this retreat out in the US where we'll be out in nature I don't know where yet but that's going to be happening as well oh amazing I mean it sounds awesome I am definitely going to be coming on one of your retreats at some point um but yeah you're right it sounds a bit like I think when I first saw it I was like oh trauma oh mm. am I ready to face that like it's shining a mirror right in my face am I ready to face this yet I think having worked with you now for almost a year I probably am ready to face it but I I think at the beginning I was like oh no um but anyway let's do a bit of a plug so if people want to hear more about you learn more about you learn more about your retreats where can they find the information Bryony? Yeah, sure. Thank you. So I've got a website, which is just my name. So bryanegunson.com. And then I'm also bryanegunson on the gram, on Instagram. And I would say Instagram is kind of my main home on the web. And otherwise, like if you're that way inclined for like Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn, you can go and find me there. But I mainly hang out um, on Instagram there where I'm really just sharing perhaps oversharing no uh, sharing you know like parts of my life and my journey and like the things that I'm learning um connected to like mindset work breath work obviously the retreats I'm a bit of a fan of doing cold water and lots of like barefoot being outdoors barefoot grounding exercises and all the rest of it so probably lots of pictures of me with my feet <laughs> and uh, getting in and out of bodies of cold water so yeah so people can come and say hey and um I also have content on insight time I've got guided meditations there so also people fancy checking out you know some of the other work that I do there's there's that available too 
Amazing. Thanks ever so much. Now, before we wrap this up, because this has been fabulous, um, I've got two questions for you. Okay. Travel related. So the first one, what would you never leave home without when traveling? The first thing that popped into my head was a charging pack. Oh, I like it. It's very sensible. Sexy, sexy <laughs> answer. <laughs> a charging pack. That's that's apparently what my mind was off of. <laughs> and I'm going to stick with it. That's my answer. I love it. All right. Okay. So question number two is where's on your bucket list to travel next to? Because I know that you've been all sort all over the place. Oh, that's such a good question. I feel like mm. that's part A. Part B will be how are you going to make this happen to travel with purpose and be paid? Yeah, you know, yeah, saying that, I was like, where do I want to get what opportunities are coming up? I'm really keen to explore more of South America. And what's interesting is, is as I'm like, as I progress on my journey, I love going to new places and I more prefer going into nature. So historically I might like really love to go to a city and like have like a city break. And I still love going to art galleries and museums and like maybe a few restaurants, but actually just nowadays I'm like, get me out into nature. So that would be exciting to, to go to some more places in South America, um, particularly Colombia and Peru. And otherwise, with the bike ride that I just supported from Paris to Geneva, there's further opportunities to go to like Azerbaijan with, with that kind of trip. Yeah. Mm. So I think, yeah, I'm sort of increasingly getting a bit more open-minded, let's put it that way, about like the opportunities that will come and like a certain level of surrender you know, in terms of like, I kind of know what I like, but I'm really open to seeing what the universe brings me in terms of opportunities and people and yeah, doors opening. So yeah, so who knows, probably South America, but then perhaps more exotic places too. I love it. Absolutely love it. Okay, brilliant. Right. I'm going to try and summarize this really long conversation and in depth that you've given us so much information on in a few takeaways. So I want people to take away the fact that you should be looking at yourself physiologically and mentally and just checking in on yourself regularly have that go-to list of things that you can do with self-care and never go anywhere without a battery charging pack eh? <laughs> yeah. that's basically it but the battery charging pack is kind of like the message of self-care really isn't it because yeah. it's like you know what i mean you've got backup you've got additional resources so if you run out of battery you've got your charging pack and you can keep going so yeah <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, Bryony, it's been amazing to have you on. Thank you ever so much for spending the time with me today. And um, I will post all of Bryony's links as well in the information on my podcast. <laughs> Thank you ever so much, Bryony. Take care. Lots of love to you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. And as always, any links or anything mentioned will be in the show notes. If you haven't connected with me yet, I'd love to meet you. So come find me on Instagram at Debbie Westwell. Why not slide into my DMs and tell me what you thought of this episode? And if you like what you hear, then please follow me or hit the bell icon, share with somebody like you who would benefit from listening and all positive reviews are greatly appreciated. Thank you for being your wonderful self and I can't wait to chat next time. 